Welcome to this episode of Working Life, the podcast dedicated to telling the inspiring stories of amazing people in the charity and not-for-profit sector. I'm Jael Woolley. And I'm Victoria Dillon. And we are the co-founders and directors of The Talent Set, the marketing recruitment experts. And together, we are your hosts on the show. We hope you enjoy it. So today we are joined with Sally Holden and Lucy McGill, who are the job share head of media at Mencap. And they have kindly agreed to talk to us all about job shares. So they are going to start with some basics around what actually is a job share, share some tips for how you can make it a success. And one of the most important things we want to talk about are the benefits of job sharing. And that's to both the people in the job share but also to the organisation and the team around them, all with the view of trying to promote job sharing within the not-for-profit and public sector. So thank you, Lucy and Sally. Thank you for having us. No, I'm looking forward to talking to you. And I thought it'd be a good place to start with just hearing a little bit more about your backgrounds and how you became to be the job share as head of media. I was freelancing at Mencap, having done worked in quite a few different press offices across uh, the not-for-profit sector. I was freelancing at Mencap for a little while, and then a permanent head of media job came up. And I, but I was pregnant, and I was just about to go off and have my baby. And I said, look, I can't. I just can't. I won't even apply for it because I can't take it on as a full-time role. So you know, it's not for me. Another freelancer was there also at the same time as me, and so the the idea was born of us maybe trying it as a job share and I had never ever ever thought about job shares before it just hadn't even come into my thinking and but I thought gosh yeah actually that could really work you know I want to come back part-time so we went for the job and we we got it um I then went off to have my little boy and uh in that time quite quite soon before I was due to come back uh the other lady that I was supposed to be job sharing with got another role so she left so it was about six weeks before I was due to come back to Mencap I was suddenly on my own (laughs) going oh god I need another partner how do I even go about this and my you know our director said look there's somebody else has been freelancing while you've not been here I think you guys would get on really well I think you'd work really well you know why don't you give Lucy a call and, and just see whether she would be you know suitable which was um pretty terrifying actually because I didn't really know her didn't know anything about her and I thought god there's a lot of pressure here because actually if I don't get on with her or if we don't you know fit together this is going to be really awkward because everybody knows her and she's already there and I can't you know can't kind of sort of say nope she's not for me but um so yeah that's how and then I called her and then the rest is history really we had quite an an awkward chat really wasn't it at first loose um yeah where we were both sort of you know tiptoeing a little bit and sort of saying oh I was thinking, am I trying to impress her because I want her to want to work with me? Or am I supposed to be kind of seeing what she's like and seeing if she's suitable for me? It was like a really intense first date, I suppose. Neither, <laughs> of, neither of us really knew which way around the, the balance of power was, did we? Yeah. Uh, I was I was thinking, oh, crikey, I, you know, she's basically interviewing me for this job. And I think you went into it like, is this a foregone conclusion? Has everyone else decided that this is happening and I just need to OK it? So it was, um, yeah, it was quite, it was just a really, really strange kind of opening five, ten minutes. And then we really kind of delved down into what our ambitions would be. Well, obviously, Sally was going into the job anyway. But for me, I was I was saying, well, here's some kind of um, 
things I, you, you know, things that I've noticed. And if I, if I were to, to take on this role with you, here's, you know, what my ambitions would be and the direction that I see it, it going in. And Sally was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't agree more. And all, from then on, the conversation just really, really flowed. And it, and I think we sort of realised then that we were on the same page, had the same kind of uh, vision and big picture ideas, which I think if you've got those in place, it all kind of falls out from there. So, but I'm slightly different from Sally because a job share was really my goal, my goal after my maternity leave. So I took redundancy from my previous role when I had my baby uh, and I had 18 months off and I, I knew that I wanted to go into a senior, a senior sort of media PR comms position, which is just I've, I hate to say the word impossible because nothing's impossible, but, you know, with comms, it's a it's a 24-7 job. You know, the media doesn't stop. The news agenda doesn't stop because you're not working for two days of the working week. Um, so for me, I was really, really keen to try and seek out a job share opportunity. Um, but, you know, as you guys know, they come up so infrequently mm-hmm. and they are generally kind of opened to people that know the job share, the existing job share partner already. I was fruit freelancing at Mencap already and when someone mentioned that Sally was on the lookout for a job share partner I was like surely it can't be this perfect surely the stars can't have aligned this easily and it's just yeah it's been really really brilliant. It's probably worth saying you know our our director that we've uh, reported to she had worked in a job share many years ago I think when it was probably even less common than it is now. Um, so she was really familiar with it. And I do think that probably played a part in her suggesting it in the first place because she, you know, she did it when her children were small and she knew it could work. And, you know, she's really pro job sharing. So I think that definitely worked in our favour and, and still does actually because she is really, really supportive of it. But yeah, it's a shame that it that you need someone in the know to make it happen and that it doesn't just happen more often. I know, and I think you're both right. You really don't see many job shares advertised. And, and actually, Jail and I, you know, we had to start our own company, really, to be able to, to set up a job share because it's not something that I've ever come across um, in recruitment. And our job share is slightly different because we both work part-time, but we have very different jobs. Um, so perhaps slightly less of a, a traditional job share, but certainly something that we felt, Lucy, is that obviously once you've have a day off you know your job doesn't stop so if you're only working four days we still felt we'd have to work on that fifth day so I you know I completely agree with you there around why the the job share share works exactly that and I've I've got so many um friends who have returned from maternity leave to do a you know a four-day week and I, I I think pretty much all of them um ended up going back going back pretty quickly to full time because they were like well I'm I've basically taken a 20% pay cut to do the same amount of work I'm either just cramming it all into four days or I end up having to check in on the fifth day because because it just doesn't stop um and I was really keen that you know that that wouldn't happen and that actually on when you've got your days off it's you know that's those are your days off and I mean we do have to check in every now and again and sometimes there's really exciting things going on and we we, we want to be involved and we but that's yeah. our, you know that's our choice but actually to to know that your job is being covered competently and well by you know by somebody else in in your days off is um it just gives you that that freedom to actually really enjoy the balance of of flexible working 
Yeah, the boundaries are really clear. How did you find the first few weeks of like working together without actually like knowing each other before? Well, it was such a unique scenario because Sally and I actually started this job share in sort of end of March, early April of last year, 2020. So we all know what was what was going on. <laughs> yeah, great um, timing. <laughs> so both of our children were not in childcare because they'd all been closed down for a couple of months. Um, it had all come around really, really last minute. We'd never met each other. We'd, we'd met each other once in the office when Sally came in for a, a sort of hello to everybody. Um, so basically kind of past polite hellos in the office um and that was that so i think it was a really hectic time because and and i think at the at the time we were both cursing it because we were we were kind of squeezing in bits of work where we could you know um two hours here while the baby was napping or our husbands could take the baby to the park for an hour and we could log on then and you know it was really, really chaotic and we ended up sort of spreading three days work out over kind of six days each, really, didn't we? We were checking in yeah. all the time. Um, it, it felt really chaotic. It felt really, you know, at the time I was like, oh, this isn't what, you know, three days a week is supposed to be like. I feel stressed all the time because I'm trying to juggle it you know, trying to juggle childcare and getting my head into a new job, getting my head into job sharing with somebody else. But actually looking back on it now, and I think you'd probably agree with me, it was really fantastic because we were both working, we were both working on the same days for a couple of months. And whereas now we have a one day handover, which, you know, can be quite intense. We, we were actually able to spend a lot more time with each other in those early months. And it was kind of understood from the team that we weren't around as much and that our boss was going to kind of step in a little bit more. So we could sort of remove ourselves perhaps a little bit more from the day to day live common stuff that the team were working on and focus on getting to know each other, you know, getting our house in order as a job share and um, kind of yeah setting our setting our priorities setting our vision and I think I would really recommend that for for anybody actually not to go straight into a job share where you're 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 doing your your kind of set scheduled hours like actually have a couple of weeks at the beginning where you're both in every day and you actually have that time to get to know each other get to establish your ways of working and all that kind of thing yeah we got to do a lot of we got to do a lot of kind of problem solving together, I suppose, didn't we? Because things were coming up and we were looking at things, both of us, you know, together saying, right, what would you do with this? Or how should we go back on that? And we were sort of navigating that together rather than, yeah, as you say, if you were just doing your days, you'd be you'd be doing that really separately. So I think that was really good. But yeah, it was, I, I don't particularly think too fondly about that period because it was chaotic. And it was it was exactly as you say, you know, the reason we went into a job share was to have those really clear boundaries of this is work, that's home. And for those couple of months, I mean, it was just the complete opposite. Um, it was it was insane. But yeah, I mean, you know, everything as it should be, I suppose. And, and like you said, we really got that time together. And But it also really tested us. And I think actually, had we not been so aligned in our thinking and so you know aligned in what's important and how to prioritize and the approach that we take with the team you know all of that stuff is we do have in common and I think we are really we're really lucky with that um and I think if we hadn't have had that it would have been an even more difficult time because we weren't up against each other we were we were trying to figure it out together and we were still getting to know each other and still trying to trust each other yeah of course that's difficult 
but we weren't in conflict with each other or trying to kind of, you know, there were, there were no issues that kind of came up between us, which was just, was absolutely brilliant. And, and yeah, that's continued really. And I mean, what an amazing time to start a job. I mean, any job. So, you know, let known a job share with somebody you don't know very well. I mean, and we and still you- haven't we still haven't seen each other in person, just to be, just to let you know, we still, I mean, apart from those 10 minutes of me popping into the office with, with my baby last January, I think it was, that, you know, we didn't even know we were going to be job sharing then. Apart from then, we have still not been in the same room with each other and we've been doing this job all this time. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Well, we are still in lockdown, aren't we, a year later? So, you know, who, who would have thought that? Sorry, Sorry, I was, was going to say, I was supposed to have a team away day when when the restrictions eased, and it, it had been in the diary for such a long time. And then, as it came about, restrictions the restrictions ramped up again. We were like, oh well, another six yeah. months before we can actually like say hello in person. <laughs> Hopefully, not long now. Hopefully, you'll, that you'll actually get to meet. Um, but yes, you touched on a bit of the operationals there. So you've got the sort of one day handover. But for people who perhaps haven't come across the job share before it'd be quite handy I think to share like operationally how does it actually work sort of day to day so we spoke to quite a few different job shares right at the beginning which again I would definitely recommend I think it was helpful for us um we spoke to a few job shares in the sector who talked us through their operational kind of side of things and how they manage things and you know it's clear that there's there's lots of different ways you can do it really and um, and so we sort of got a bit of intel from people and then spoke between ourselves of kind of what would work for us um we yeah so we cross over on a friday uh have a handover day we catch up uh, first thing in the morning that day and we also catch up at the end of the day uh, as well to kind of set our priorities for the following week we generally the way we work is we do share everything so instead you know some people I think sort of separate out projects so each person you know leads on different things and sort of has different special specialisms I suppose and um, whereas we decided really early on that we didn't want to do that and um, for various reasons really and I think you know Mencap um the team is quite small there so we just felt like actually we both needed to be across things because that would you know it would just work better with our team and it would work better with our stakeholders um uh, so we decided to cover across everything we also jointly manage so again in instead of kind of separating out direct reports we both manage uh jointly manage the people we that we manage we take it in turns to do kind of one-to-ones with them and then we have some joint one-to-ones where the three of us will will catch up uh, for appraisals and things like that and we yeah we keep our handover has changed a lot I think that that's the other thing we've learned is you have to be flexible with with these things so when we started we had this absolutely enormous handover document and where we recorded everything you know everything that had happened on my days I'd put in you know every conversation I'd had everything you know every email that had come in I'd sort of you know explain what had happened and really 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 detailed and we kept that going for quite a while actually and we found it really helpful and then I I think we got to a point a few months in where we said actually this is just taking so long you know I hand over on a Tuesday and I, you know my whole Tuesday night was just taken up by doing the handover when actually I could have been spending that time you know getting the work done that I was trying, trying to hand over it was it was just getting really too much um, so we sort of reassessed it and I think by then you know we've we felt a lot more comfortable to kind of take a step back and be a lot more brief and just you know just stick to the really key things but I wouldn't change that we did it that way because I actually think when you're new to a job particularly you do want that you want 
you know, you need the confidence of knowing absolutely everything and you need the confidence to know that, you know, you're completely up to speed on everything. I think as the time goes on, you feel more comfortable in not knowing. Um, and, I, and I think as well, like we've also just really worked with the team. I think we, we one thing that Lucy and I have always been super aligned on is, you know, this is our job share. We've chosen to job share. So we have to take on that challenge. We don't want to make it difficult for anybody else. You know, it's us that's decided to do this. So we don't want people to have to be updating us all the time or emailing us, you know, different things or repeating themselves all the time. This can't be hard work for everybody. We have to make it easy for everyone around us. So I think we possibly took that a bit too far and we never wanted to ask the team you know can you just update me on that because I'm not quite sure what it is or you know we always wanted to show that we were completely on top of things and I think actually now we've got some processes in place where you know the team we've got you know a team document that the team just update little updates on you know that's super helpful so it means instead of me having to hand over to Lucy it's all in there and she can access it and the team don't mind at all you know it takes 10 minutes you know twice a week for them to kind of update it but it's so much better than them telling me me having to then you know redact it all into a you know into a document for then Lucy to read so involving the team in that kind of handover I think has also been really helpful um, and they are you know they're fine with that again though I, I wouldn't change how we did it because I don't think that I would have wanted to involve them so early on when we were still mm. we were still trying to establish ourselves we were still trying to you know work out the team and their strengths and weaknesses and for them to trust us as well so I think you know the same as the beginning of any job when you are trying to establish yourself as a leader you, you want to have all of that information and be in that in that position where you have it all and as the relationship has built and the trust has grown over the course of the last year you know we it, we do have a, a lot more kind of leeway now and they they sort of trust that we know what we need to know and 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 vice versa and that we can kind of work together on that front and i think the other the other thing and the point that you've sort of already made sally is um, around not changing how how we the, the level of detail that we did in the beginning because again like with any job you at the start you don't know what you don't need to know you know you come into a new job and you're getting all of these emails and you're like oh bloody hell I didn't know anything about that and but by a few months in you're like I actually don't need to know anything about that it's such a small part of my job and it's enough that I've read the email I don't need to you know worry about it but you know we didn't know that at the start and so we just wanted to know absolutely everything and so yes it was really laborious but it's got us to where we are now and and now I think we're we're in a real kind of comfortable position with the level that we hand over how much detail um and that also we can say to people do you know what Sally is completely and utterly across that she'll be back in on Monday speak to her about it then that you don't need an immediate answer now and know that people aren't going to be like well this job share situation really isn't working out you know (laughs) yeah I think that's it. I think we have we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make it really seamless, and I think you're you're right. Like people aren't really thinking about it. That's what we're terrified of: is somebody going, "Oh God, yeah, job share," you know. But actually, people are fine. The people are really comfortable with it, and and they can see the benefit of it as well. So they're you know, if they need to repeat themselves, they know it's worth it. So it's it's okay. Do you have a shared email address? Because I know some job sharers do, don't they? Yeah, again, we talked to a lot of when we when we did our sort of research at the beginning and we, we were going out and talking to a lot of job sharers. And um, there were some people that really raved about the shared email address. 
and some people that said that they didn't do it. Um, we decided not to do it, and it was mainly based on your um, on on your kind of experience of working for a job sharer, wasn't it, Sally? Mm. Where if you didn't copy in the 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 joint email address you know if someone didn't copy in the joint email address nothing got seen and nothing got done and if there were you know if there were people across the organization and we work with you know there's so many internal stakeholders that we work with um that we we just felt that it would be easier to to stick to our own inbox it, it would be easier for us to to sort of manage it that way and there have been a few occasions where things have got missed but really not that many over the course of the sort of 11 months that we've been doing the job I would say I could you know I don't think I could even fill up one hand with the the amount of times that something's been missed or we've had to go back and say oh sorry you emailed the wrong person about that it, it very very rarely happens and we both have our out of offices on to say I'm not working on this day you need to get in touch with my job share partner um so yeah it it has worked worked for us that way I think where the jo- the joint emails um, do really work is in organisations where job shares are are a lot more common and a lot more established. So I've got a friend that is in a job share in the civil service, where there are so many job sharers. There are so there are so many joint email addresses across you know across the organisation, and people are very used to it, and it is and it is that bit more established. Whereas I think for us at Mencap, it would have been a little bit more of a cultural shift to get people to embrace that. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We just ask that people copy us both in on things and generally that they do. I mean, it works really well for us. Yeah, the practicalities, I think, are the bits, you know, it's the small things that can make a really big difference. And it sounds like you've come a long way in 11 months and, you know, key to be flexible to just try things that that work for you and some really good ideas in there. Yeah, we like I said, you know, we keep, we have to keep revisiting it and, and checking in with each other. And is that still working? Is it not? We also... Um, we were really fortunate that our um we've had some coaching as well so again our director who who had done a job share previously said look you know it can be really helpful once you've been in the job a while to maybe you know have some coaching to just you know pick apart anything or you know see you know see how it's going um, and so we had that yeah after quite well it was in December so we'd been in the role for quite a while and um it was great actually it was really helpful to do that checking in to say actually is it all working because you know you don't always find the time and and we do only have one day a week together that you you don't often have the time to sort of go right how's it all going um so it was really helpful to have somebody else there you know and looking at it from the sort of outside perspective and sort of challenging the way we were doing some things um and we came out of that with some really tangible kind of changes yeah to the handover to how we were utilizing our time together on a friday uh, and different bits and pieces so again that was a really helpful helpful process to go through and and it also helped us with a few more kind of fundamentals I think of the job share so what one of the things that you know we we were talking about there was kind of this real responsibility that we feel to each other um it's it's really weird it's something I didn't expect really as much but you you just feel this huge um this huge pressure really that you put on yourself to get everything perfect you know on a Tuesday night I'm like god Lucy's gonna come in tomorrow and you know I need to tick off as much as I can on that to-do list I you know don't want to show her that I haven't done that thing and I just can't 
think, you know, I would hate it if she came in and thought that I hadn't done enough or if she thought that, you know, I'd just been sat twiddling my thumbs for a couple of days or anything. And I think we're both like that because I think we're both just very, you know, we've got a strong work ethic and we, you know, we care what people think and our peers think of us. And we've got, yeah, we're, we're hardworking. So we put a lot of pressure on ourselves for that. I think even still now, actually, with all the work we've done, we still start every handover message with, sorry, it doesn't look like I've done much, but, you know, we still do that now. I I was in meetings all day on this day and then I had a really, really, had had a really, really long call about this on that day and I meant to get this done and I didn't. And it's it's so interesting. And what the coach really helped us with was, you know, Lucy, do you think that about Sally? Do you ever, ever come in and think that Sally spent her day doing nothing on a, on a Monday and Tuesday? And I was like, no, absolutely not. I can see that she's worked really hard and da, 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 and vice versa. But for us, you know, we were we were absolutely putting that that pressure on ourselves. And we both said, in a way, it's a really good thing because we were sort of more productive than we've ever been in our careers mm-hmm. before. You know, perhaps when you're working a five-day week um, and you have that kind of ebb and flow of the week where, you know, midweek you might have a day where you sort of reflect on things and read some documents and make a few notes. And we just really, we're, we're kind of always on the go, aren't we? And yeah. kind of, right, got to get this done, got to get this done, got to speak to this person, you know, and it's because you really want to kind of prove your productivity to, to the other person and not you know not let them down um in in an ideal world so um that's that a natural deadline isn't it you know you've yeah, got yeah. got to hand over in three days time you know? yeah. we, we <laughs> so. say we're both really guilty of kind of at the end of our day you know we suddenly look for all the really quick things on the end of the to-do list that we're like what can I do really quickly to show that I've done loads of stuff so all of that really you know the like really yeah. menial stuff it always gets done you know you, there's no room for procrastinating because you're just like oh quickly I'll just get it done so that I can say I've done it um, but also so like in, in a lot of other jobs you have the peer-to-peer learning in a much more intense way than you do in other jobs really don't you I don't think Absolutely. we'd we'd foreseen that as much I certainly hadn't you know I went into a job share because it allows me the flexibility you know I wanted a nice work-life balance and it absolutely does that but I don't think I'd realise what all the other benefits to it and and that is absolutely one having somebody who knows your job absolutely inside out knows the challenges knows you know knows what you're up against you know every day is just amazing you just don't get that you know we, we were talking earlier weren't we Lucy with the team you know saying that actually these senior roles sometimes can feel quite lonely because you know you're trying to lead a team so you can't you know there's certain things you might not want to share or be vulnerable about um you know and your peers are have got their own kind of worlds within their teams and they're working on different things and they've got different challenges that they're they're up against so to have somebody who just gets it is is amazing and yeah, I, I think we we get so much from that of, of challenging each other, supporting each other, you know, having somebody who's just got your back and understands where you're coming from and has maybe got a different tact on something of, you know, have you tried it like that? Or, you know, oh, actually, I didn't think that was quite as big a deal, you know, and can kind of pull you back from things sometimes is, is super helpful. It's so incredible for me from a development point of view, because I was in my previous organisation for over a decade and you do get a little bit institutionalised and um you know a- around that organization's way of way of doing things and how you would respond to different kind of you know comms challenges um and 
it's just really, really brilliant. To, I mean, obviously, you, you get a, a change of perspective on that when you go into a new organisation anyway. But actually to work alongside someone in your job where I might I might have brought more of my kind of um, ways of working from my old organisation in. But actually, you know, we really challenge each other and you're like, oh, well, I would always do things like this. And I say, oh, well, I would, I would always do things like this. And we can p- kind of pick the best things from both of our approaches. And so kind of developmentally for me, as both a comms professional and a leader, it's been completely and utterly invaluable, you know, unlike any any professional development course I could mm. have been on. Because you get to see, I mean, I, I do remember it feeling really weird to begin with, because you're literally watching somebody do your job. Like, it's strange, because you're, you know, you're you're watching somebody, you know, reply to your team and, like, carry things on for you when you're not there. But it's, I'll always remember that, like, one particular email that I read it, and it was, there was something, some difficulty had kind of come up with the team, and Lucy had emailed it, and I thought, God, I would not have put it like that, but wow, that is really really good like that is such a good way of dealing with that particular problem and I just it was so different to how my approach would have been and you just don't get to do that like when do you get to literally see the emails and see the intricacies of somebody actually doing your job it's just it's it's yeah it's really cool it's really cool when you just don't get it in other charities do you because most charities there is just one head of media it's you know very rare or you know a very large charity that would have two heads of media um and i'm sure there's lots of benefits to the organization as well which is one of the sort of key areas that i wanted to talk to you about today because you know gile and i have been in recruitment for the charity sector for what is it nearly 15 years i think which just terrifying every time i say it um And in that time, we've seen such advances in flexible and part-time working. Like, it has changed immensely. You know, 15 years ago, it was barely mentioned. And now every single job we recruit, there's some sort of flexible working involved. But with job shares, we just haven't seen that same change. And I still feel if we were to suggest the job share, that most people's sort of automatic responses are when we're not looking for a job share. And I, I don't think that it comes from a place of having been considered before. It's just an automatic, you know, we, we don't do job shares. And I think perhaps because there's less um, of a profile around them or less knowledge or maybe an assumption that they do cost more because there's normally an extra day and perhaps less awareness about what the actual benefits are to the organisation. So now you've done it for 11 months and obviously your boss has done it before. I thought it'd be very interesting to see, you know, how the organisation has found it. And, you know, I guess what you perceive they've got out of it as much as you. Yeah, so we've actually done uh, a little bit of a a sort of 360 feedback survey type exercise, didn't we, Um, as part Mm -hmm. of our kind of wrap up for our coaching um which was really really insightful and we went out to our seniors our peers and our our sort of juniors in our team and it was it was a really really fascinating exercise it was it was pretty unanimous positive feedback wasn't it um and i think that the i i can imagine 
what goes through the the employer's minds when you're when you're raising a, you know a potential for a job share for a vacancy you know that it's going to it's going to cost us more it's going to be less efficient because you've got two people trying to kind of keep across things throughout the week and having that handover period where you you, you kind of could miss intricacies or you know miss out half a day because you're spending so long trying to get across things um, that it would be more effort as a manager potentially but all of those all of those things have literally sort of been counteracted in the feedback that in the feedback that we had so in terms of our in terms of our boss you know she's fed back that for her it's invaluable having two different sets of experience two uh, different perspectives in the role um and that you know she's really able to kind of obviously rely on both of us for continuity but really really values that different perspective that we can both bring um, and the challenge that we both bring to to each other and to her as well and in terms of the the sort of efficiency side of things I mean we do work we we work really hard to make to make sure that it works mm-hmm. um, and there is I mean it's it's not a drain on the organization for from from that side of things you have to have two people that are really committed to the job share and really committed to making it work I would say and then from the team's perspective uh, we had a really nice chat with them today we told them that we were coming to do this podcast and you know we were going to be talking about you know how it the effect that it has on the organization and they were just they were so lovely weren't they they were like well actually can we just you know can we give you some can we give you some material to take back to the podcast um and they were both saying that they'd actually worked they'd both worked for heads of media that had had children and that had things to juggle in their private life and that there had been a lot of burnout and that there had been uh, you know it's a really really tough it's a really really tough job to do full-time when you're also juggling you know being a parent or other other stresses in your private life um and that the energy can you know sometimes dip you know when there's points of really high pressure and high burnout and that what they've actually found with us you know coming in half someone coming in halfway through the week that that energy is really kind of maintained the week round and the you know there's from their perspective they get that really really high level of support that you know the whole week round because you you haven't got someone that's just trying to juggle a million things at once um and also I I think another big thing that came back from them is again that appreciation of having sort of two different perspectives two brains to learn from yeah. I think one of them actually put in their feedback I just think back to the man- managers that I've had in my career and as I said I, I've had quite long stints with the same manager and you do end up kind of replicating their way of working and replicating uh, you know their approach and actually to, for, for our team to have two completely different or you know while we're aligned in a lot of things we do have quite a lot of different ways of doing things um and so for the team to have that variety in their sort of leadership and in their development I think they're they're really kind of reaping the benefits of and I think that's why you know it shouldn't put people 
off being in a job share if they think oh you know I'm I'd have to just completely mirror somebody else or we'd have to be exactly the same because you don't you know it was really encouraging to hear from the team actually they really like having two different opinions that's not contradictory to them it's actually really helpful because they're learning from it and they and also they're learning that there isn't just one way to do things and that's okay and there isn't just you know it's not that your manager has this kind of you know the be all and end all and and the absolute gold standard of doing everything there's loads of different ways you can do things and I might say one thing and Lucy might say something different and that's okay and and, and you can pick up from that so it's really encouraging and, and I think yeah it, it means you don't have to lose who you are in a job share you don't have to kind of you know mold into the other person you just have to trust each other and you can do things differently that's fine I think we've always said we've got are really <clears throat> our core values are really similar you know we're hardworking. we you know like to be really supportive managers you know there's, there's certain things about kind of what we put our importance on we like that's all we love to plan <laughs> we love to plan <laughs> we love a good structure and a good format to a document um okay lucy more than me but <laughs> um you know we love that stuff but you know, and all of those values are really core, but actually the way you go about it can be really different. And, and that's that's absolutely fine. So I think that's, you know, I think that's really encouraging for people to not think they have to sort of give that up. And I'd also say just on the point of our, you know, our boss finding it and um, finding value in us being a job share. I think, you know, she she's said before, hasn't she, that you know, sometimes people can think, oh, God, I'm going to have two direct reports, you know, instead of one in a job share. But actually, to the point we were making earlier about that peer support, <clears throat> I think our boss has much less to do in terms of managing us because we support each other so much. And sometimes where maybe in previous roles, I would have gone to my boss to say, oh, how do I do, you know, what's this? I'm stuck with this. I don't do that. You know, it's really rare that I think either of us kind of do that with her I think our first port of call is each other that's where we bounce off each other that's where we might find a solution or a way forward so in some ways you know she's almost got half a role to manage <laughs> rather than double the role to manage which I think again should be really encouraging for, for anyone thinking about taking a job share role on because it's it's not it doesn't have to be more work if you get people that, that can work well together then they'll they'll sort of we sort of look after each other and ourselves don't we yeah I definitely noticed that we, yeah, I, th I think we sort of draw on her less than perhaps some of our peers do because we, yeah, we do speak to each other and we and we support each other. And it was actually a point that our boss made in one of my sort of first kind of appraisal uh, meetings. And I was telling her about something that had really challenged me, but it was a couple of months earlier because you do these meetings as a sort of um, end of a chunk of time, a quarter or whatever it might be. And she was like, I'm really surprised that you didn't bring that to me at the time. Like, you know, I would have really liked to help you through that. And I was like, well, actually, now that I think back to it, me and Sally talked about it an awful lot. And she was having a lot of the same things. And so we kind of just worked through it with each other. And she was very much like, and, and there you go. So, 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 case the benefit of the job share. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to see, to see that. And I really don't think that's one that most people will be aware of. I I do think the perception is, oh, well, you know, managing two people to do the same job and, you know, how do the complexities work and the same with the team. But you make it seem really easy and you've been really clear that you've worked hard at it. But certainly the relationship between the two of you, you know, seems to be very strong considering you didn't know each other <laughs> a year ago. 
And I think that that perhaps is also one of the, I guess, things that makes people a bit nervous about job shares is how they go about finding that partner. And, you know, when they do that, whether they've, you know, applied to a job share and then find the partner or if they find a partner and then both apply to be a job share. So I don't know if you've got any advice for, you know, what to look for, because from what you've said, in some ways, it's nice for you to be quite different. And there's lots of advantages to that. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's hard because we sort of came about it in such a roundabout way. But, you know, like I said, it's it's not about finding somebody that's exactly like you. But I think where you can find your common ground, and we did do that really early on. We did that in that initial phone call where I just, you know, really got a sense of what was important to Lucy. You know, it was important to keep that those boundaries and to keep that work-life balance. That was, you know, always going to come first for both of us you know but also really hard working really want to make change you know we were both coming into this role because we wanted to develop it and and you know make things better and improve things and so we've you know you've got a similar drive and a similar priorities and values I think I think if you've got that it really doesn't matter about a lot of the other stuff you know we've got although we've both worked you know in, in charity comms for a while we've both got slightly different backgrounds you know Lucy has worked on a lot more kind of consumer facing uh, campaigns certainly than I have I've probably got into the thick of kind of policy and campaigning work maybe more than Lucy has and and that's okay and, and I think that it's not just okay it's it's brilliant and it's amazing for the organization because you wouldn't find that much that much broad experience in one person you know you couldn't yeah. get 10 years you know, at Comic Relief and, you know, various, you know, roles in, in different health charities. So like you just wouldn't get it. It's impossible. So it, I think that's how you've got to look at it is you've literally got this this coming together of all of that experience. And and yeah, so it, it doesn't matter. And, and there are things that, yeah, we do uh, differently. Yeah, I, I think, also think it sounds really fun. I think yeah. you make it sound really fun. Um, We've become all, advocates so quickly. I mean, like, you yeah. know, we, we very early on, we're just like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. Like I said, I think we've just been surprised. We've been surprised at how how positive it is. And so we. this is why we're always desperate to talk to people about it and just say, just try it, do it. You know, it's, it's there's so many benefits. I don't think I've got anything to add to what Sally said, really. The, the, main, the main point is, are that how you how you do things if you know if you do if you go about things differently it's not only okay it's generally like quite a good thing but yeah having the the vision the values the work ethic the the kind of sort of unified goals for where you want to get to those are the really really like crucial things that you need to make sure that you're aligned with but yeah having having different sets of experience I mean at the time uh, when we when we started off I was like oh this is like going to be a bit weird because our experience is so different and we're going to be coming from such different angles but as Sally said it only strengthens our position as a as a unified entity because you know we've we've got I've got an awful lot of kind of consumer fundraising campaigns like celebrity liaison all of that side of things sally's got that you know the the real kind of policy campaigning um kind of sort of more political comm side of things and so whatever is thrown our way at mencap because mencap covers both both of those one of us is always in our comfort zone um and can always help the other one and it then again it, you know it comes down to that peer support so yeah it's it's 
been really brilliant. I think you, you have to trust each other. I think that's the other thing that we probably haven't touched on. And, and that that might be hard for some people. And it is it's something to adjust to. Like I said, to watch somebody doing your job is something you have to get used to and you have to you know in the same way that you can you know I can watch Lucy do something differently and go oh my god it's amazing I would never have thought of that of course there's times where you watch her and go oh I, I, I wouldn't have done it like that but that's okay and actually again that's really freeing to just go oh, okay well let's just see what happens and, and we've got each other's back always you know we've never been in a situation where we've had to kind of backtrack on what the other one's done or contradicted them or anything you know you you have to establish that I think quite early so again in terms of I suppose advice for people that are thinking about you just you know you have to be open to that you have to be open to other people and be willing to not hold on so tightly I suppose to your role and and to your job you have to you know let it go a little bit and and trust that somebody else is, is going to take it in a good direction. Yeah, it's a really good point, isn't it? Because it is, you know, when it's your role full time, you control it entirely, don't you? So I, the, the way of describing it as letting it go, I think is, is really good. But you're just coming off the back of a really successful campaign. So it's clearly not affecting your results. So, you know, Menkup can clearly see that it's working. And I think I just wanted to sort of finish it on the amount of demand there is from candidates wanting to work as job shares. And, you know, Gile and I know there's a lot of demand for part-time working. It's something we get asked for a lot. And there's very few part-time roles that are under four days a week. And, you know, I think that that is where sort of the job share can really come in for people who do want those sort of two to three day type roles. And where, you know, like you said, it's not that you're having to work on your days off. And from some recent advertisements you've done, you were saying that you've got a very high volume of applicants as well for your sort of job share. Um, so I'm sort of hoping that that demand might lead to some more jobs. So <laughs> what, what do you think? Yeah, we did. We we saw, um, so Lu- Lucy's going to be going off on maternity leave quite shortly. So <laughs> we've been recruiting for her um, her maternity cover. And yeah, we did have a, a large number of applicants. And, and really interesting to see, actually, that the range of reasons why people want to work flexibly, I think there's still such an assumption that it's about childcare, that it's about mothers you know and it just isn't there's there was such a wide range we had you know a really high uh number of of men applying for the role as part-time which you know even I was surprised I suppose because I I, yeah I've I've still got that kind of perception that it's it's all about working mums but um but it's really not and people saying you know that it's because they're studying or because they've got you know other things going on I think you know hopefully this pandemic I think has has made people think differently about work as well and and their priorities and things. And I'm I'm hoping that that will really, you know, start a bit of a shift of of people demanding it, like you said, that the demand's there, but also that there's then all the solutions for people to work as flexibly as they want. Definitely. Well, we'll uh, watch this space to see how many uh, inquiries we get (laughs) flooding in after people listen to this podcast. (laughs) And hopefully when they hear the benefits, I think the benefits just speak for themselves, really, you know, for the organisation as well as the employees. And yeah, I really hope it is something we see more of in in the not-for-profit sector in particular. I think there's some real, real room for growth. So thank you so much. It's been so valuable. And actually, I've got some really good ideas from it, personally, for Gile and I as well. So it's been really useful to us. So I hope, you know, the listeners also find the same. Thank Thank you. Thank you.